Don't want to do this, so I'll do it tomorrow. Today, I'll do it tomorrow. Do it tomorrow. Tomorrow. When is the deadline? I'll be sure to get it to you in time, but it won't be today. I haven't looked at it anyway. Don't ask me if it's done, it's probably not. I'd rather be doing something else like on Facebook, Instagram, Netflix, taking out the trash, eating some clams, digging a hole on Amazon, riding a bike, falling down, picking back up, whatever else. I know that I'm not the only one going through this. I am a dreamer. I dream. I have vision. When I close my eyes, you can just only imagine the certain things just populating me. I got billions of dollars floating around in my mind. But the thing is, I, I'm tired of dreaming. So to my dreamers, are you making moves towards your dreams? If not, then what are you waiting on? What is really stopping you from moving towards the dream? Let's talk about it. It is Wednesday. It's Wednesday. And this is the Thoughts of a Dreamer podcast with me, Miss Terry Nikki. For those of you who are new, I am a whole ham. Do you hear me? A whole ham. I tell my mother often, lady, you have birthed a ham because I am. But I digress. Thoughts of a Dreamer is a podcast that's specifically designed and dedicated to and for dreamers. And creatives, entrepreneurs, visionaries, inventors who feel as though "Mm, I can't get to that next level. So I'm here to just talk it out a bit, you know, talk out some of those mental hurdles and roadblocks you may be experiencing so that you can achieve and live out your dreams. So welcome. Last episode, I talked about procrastination being the thief of time procrastination coming in like a bandit procrastination coming in like a raccoon digging through trash still in time just <sighs> and me I know that if I were a zebra one of my stripes would be procrastination if I were a leopard one of my spots would be procrastination if I were a lion my mane would be procrastination. And what I did not realize is procrastination has long-term effects. Simply putting things off until tomorrow, until the next day, until some other time can snowball and have long-term effects on your life. But before I get into any of that, my curiosity wanted to know why. My curiosity wanted to know a little bit more about procrastination and what it looks like. And I wanted to try to connect to what the procrastinator in me felt. And so my journey led me to a TED Talk. And this TED Talk is titled Inside the Mind of a Master Procrastinator. And the moderator or the orator, his name is Tim Urban. And as you guys know, I'm going to have all these links in the show notes, but do yourself a favor. And if you're a procrastinator like me, you need to listen to this TED Talk. 
When I tell you it was one of the best TED Talks that I've experienced in a while, it was like chef's kiss. It was perfect. And it went into detail by explaining the mindset of a procrastinator. And it gave me more of an understanding as to how I work. So Tim Urban is a self-diagnosed procrastinator. And he goes to discuss the mind of a procrastinator by introducing three main characters. You have the rational decision maker, the person who knows what to do, that makes the hard decision, that one thing that you need to drive your life, you know. Then you have the instant gratification monkey, the thing that wants to do easy and fun all the time. Hard decision, who cares about that? Let's have some fun. Let's let's not worry about that. Let's go down the YouTube rabbit hole. Let's, you know, binge on Netflix. Let's go and do something else instead of what we really need to do that we don't want to do. Let's 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 avoid doing that. And so as we go about life, especially as a procrastinator, we're given tasks and these tasks have deadlines. And so we go about our lives and instead of doing things bit by bit and winning the race slow and steady, we're normally like the hare. We're normally like the rabbit that likes to try to get things done at the very last minute and do things as quickly as possible. But see... The problem with that is we allow this instant gratification monkey to make the decisions for us until the third entity that he discusses, which is the panic monster, comes out of nowhere. And the only thing that that instant gratification monkey is afraid of is the panic monster. And so that panic monster is our deadline. So if we know that there's going to be a ramification of failure or ramification of embarrassment or anything along those lines where we look less than perfect, then we panic. And panic is the only thing that kickstarts the rational decision maker in doing the tasks that we need to do to accomplish what we need to accomplish. And as he was going through this, I was like, this is awesome. This makes sense. This makes sense. And in the latter end of his talk, he talked about, well, why is it I am receiving so much negativity when it comes to this? Because people are saying, well, this has ruined my life. And he made this statement. The procrastination is contained when you have deadlines. But what if you don't have deadlines and you don't wake up that panic monster. You don't have anything really pushing you to do what it is you need to do. When you're starting out, when you have a dream, when you have a vision, when you want to do something, there is no one but yourself pushing you to do it. And if you are a procrastinator, then what you will do is put it off. You'll put it off. Because there's no sense of urgency. There's nothing there to awaken this panic monster to put you back into the perspective of the decision maker. Because procrastination has long-term effects, this made the most sense to me. When I was in college, I could tell you that 99.99998% of 
of all of my assignments were done the night before or two nights before. Never had I ever taken the time to break down the syllabus to get things done prior to. And it was because I had other fun things to do. Who would want to write a 15, 20 page thesis on generational gaps in the workplace? I didn't. So I waited until that last minute. And that's the only thing that really catapulted me to do things. So when it comes to little things like putting up a website or going and, and putting up YouTube videos and going and doing the social media thing and da 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 you don't have the panic to kick you where you need to be pushed a bit. So then that had me thinking, well, how can we as dreamers and creatives Give ourselves deadlines, give ourselves that sense of urgency if it doesn't come natural to us or if we're used to or if we are habitual procrastinators, these deadlines or this self-imposed deadline doesn't work for us. So what is it we need to do to increase our motivation for even starting, let alone all the other mental hurdles that we have going on and and the fears and failures and, and, and perfectionism. Never mind that. Having some sort of self-imposed deadline, something that will get you into high gear. So I wanted to talk about some of the things that we can do to wake up that panic monster for ourselves, not for a nine to five, not for a boss, not for a job, for ourselves, our own creative desires to wake up that sense of urgency. One thing that we love to do as creatives is look at the big picture. We are notorious for looking at the big picture. There is absolutely nothing wrong with looking at big picture, but what it can do is overwhelm us and make us feel as though we don't know where to start. We don't know where to go. To combat this, then we need to A, have small goals. I'm a project manager by trade, okay? So on a daily basis, I manage projects. You guys know that, no secret. And one of the biggest things that I have learned in this industry is understanding the big picture, but knowing the little tasks or setting little tasks for yourself and not focusing on the big picture. You know when you're running and you get to a hill and you look up and you realize that 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 hill has an incline that is over and above the amount of energy that you need to exert. And you may feel discouraged. You may feel like you want to slow down. You may feel like you want to stop. But if you look down and actually look at your feet, as opposed to looking up and seeing the hill that you have to conquer, those those footsteps can give you a different perspective. It can give you many milestones. You can milestones. Is that it? 
Is milestones the word? I don't know, y'all, my head. But anyway, it can give you uh, a different goal to go for. Instead of you saying, you know what, I'm I'm, I'm just going to push myself up this hill. You can say, I'm going to take 10 steps at a time. I'm going to do 20 steps at a time. I'm going to sing this song while I walk up this hill. Whatever the case may be. And that's what we have to do as creatives. We have to stop looking at the greater picture. We see what it is, but then we need to shift our focus into small, actionable items and celebrate those wins. And when it comes to self-imposed deadlines, there are certain things that we can do, like telling a friend, having an accountability partner. I can tell y'all right now, by next week, next Wednesday, all the websites will be up. By me saying this, me putting it out into the atmosphere, I don't want to risk embarrassment. I don't want to risk people saying you're not a girl of your word. I don't want to risk any of those things that, that appear negative, make me feel negative. So me saying this, by next Wednesday, I am going to have the southerndrizzle.com website up. I will have Thoughts of a Dreamer up as well so that we can have more conversation about the podcast. That will then hit that panic monster because on Tuesday, I'm going to be acting crazy, making sure that I get everything up. But it'll be a good thing because it has unearthed the panic monster for my own dream. For my own creation. So having an accountability partner or putting your goals out there in the atmosphere to where if you don't do it, you then risk. I hate saying this because this is definitely an ego thing, but it's hey, it is what it is. When your boss gives you a task and you know that you're about to give a presentation or there's something important that happens Panic kicks in. So finding something that can simulate that panic or that can diminish everything being done at the last minute is something that is going to be extremely helpful for us as dreamers and creatives to motivate ourselves. I did a little bit more research in writers because I was always, I always wondered me being the somewhat trying to be reformed, not procrastinator. I always question as a writer, what do they do to keep on task? Do they get with their publisher and say, hey, you need to give me chapters X through X by this date and then they hurry, rush, and rumble to try to get some pages submitted. You know, that's that's what I see in the movies. I mean, is that how it gets done? But I did a little bit more research. I did a little bit more research. And there are freelancers who state that routine is something that genuinely helps them. Sitting down at the computer at the same time. Every single day, allotting themselves an hour and a half, allowing themselves an hour, an hour and a half, two hours to solely focus on that. No outside noise, no phone, no distraction, solely looking at the the computer and typing or writing or doing whatever it is that they do strictly for two hours. If they get to the point where they're on a roll, they intentionally stop themselves at the two hour mark to give them something to look forward to the next time that they have that allotted session. 
And I thought that that was actually pretty cool too. Like, okay, yeah, do something every day. It becomes a habit. Once it becomes a habit, doing something solely every day, then you can get that that urgency of, oh, whoa, 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 I didn't do this today. I need to make sure that I get this done. Every single day, I would do two posts on Pinterest to advertise for Southern Drizzle to where if I didn't do it one day, I felt weird. Like, oh no, I got to get this done. And I noticed that that consistency then turned into more interaction, more engagement. So doing something every day, creating a routine, creating a habit of solely focusing on your creation, on your vision, that can help you minimize procrastination. Another way we can minimize procrastination is by making sure that we know what we're doing. Having a plan of attack. Most of us won't do what we say that we're going to do because we don't know how to do it. I mentioned in the podcast last week that there are many different types of procrastinators, but a lot of those procrastinators, the reasoning why can be eliminated if we had a plan of attack. If we knew, okay, I'm going to go into this doing bop, bop, bop. When I get finished with that last bop, I'm going to start a new plan and go bop, bop, bop. When you go in and you just trying to freeform that thing and you have no sense of direction, then chances are you're not going to do it. It's not going to come out right. It's not going to be what you initially envisioned for it to be. And you're going to put it down or not even get started on it because you don't know what you're doing. So create a plan, create actionable items, figure that thing out. And when it comes to those actionable items, I want to make sure that you guys put into place some sort of stipulations. If you don't do what you say that you're going to do, they're going to have to be some consequence. Y'all can't see my face when I do it, but I'm giving you a meme of consequence. Like the Godfather consequence. Because if in fact you don't do that project for work, Either A, you might get fired. B, you won't get paid. C, you might get demoted. There are consequences that kickstarts that panic to make you do what it is that you need to do. Give yourself a consequence, okay? Make some things happen. Take that thing seriously. Seriously. Okay. I think I've given enough. Next week, I want to talk about the long-term effects of procrastination. If you decide not to do this, then what'll happen? Because for me, I thought, eh, I put it off tomorrow. But I never thought that putting it off tomorrow would create such a negative space of redundancy in my life. And it manifested as something that was very unproductive and something I did not envision. So I want to talk a little bit more about that next week. But until then, you guys have a great week. Thank you for tuning in to the Thoughts of a Dreamer podcast with me, Terry Nikki. If you like this episode, don't be stingy. Feel free. Go ahead and share it. Send this to anyone you feel is in their own way and just need a little bit of a nudge. Also, follow me on social media at T-O-A underscore Dreamer on IG, Twitter, and TikTok for more content. 
follow me on Facebook at TOA Dreamer, no underscore, cause they wouldn't let me. And do me a favor, y'all know how finicky this algorithm is. Rate me on the podcast with your favorite platform. It'll help this message see more people. Lastly, be sure to have those notifications on because y'all never know when I may feel extra and drop a bonus episode. Thank y'all so much for listening. Until next time.